0: Welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. In the last episode, you heard me have a conversation with Natty Michelle, a content creator and blogger based in New York City. She shared her story on losing her dad to cancer 10 years ago, how it affected her, finding self-love again, and how the pain shaped her into who she is today. If you haven't heard it already, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I focus on the seasons of waiting. I talk about a big life decision I made recently and how I spent most of the time leading up to it waiting, how I decided to quit my full-time job to follow my heart. I really dig into the waiting process that we all go through, whether it's waiting for a diagnosis, a test result, acceptance from a college acceptance from people, an engagement, a marriage, whatever it is, I hope this is helpful to listen to as you're going through your seasons of waiting. If I look back at my life so far, there's a lot of experiences I've gone through where I've waited. And no, I don't mean like waiting for the subway or your Postmates after you ordered five minutes ago. I mean, really disciplining yourself through this waiting period. I think that's the toughest part, is knowing that you can't speed up time. God really challenges me and puts my faith to the test through these waiting periods. I remember a situation, my first year here in New York City. I had just decided to take the leap to be a full-time influencer throughout that entire year, I was basically waiting for God's direction. Even though I was trying new things, traveling, meeting new people, and building my network, I felt this sort of weight bringing me down because of this waiting that I had to go through. I mean, there was silence for so long from God, and. I wasn't getting any responses really, at least it's because I wasn't listening or I i don't really know, but I felt so lost in what I even wanted to do with my career. If you've been following me on my blog since the college days, I've always been someone who has a plan. I always strive to be five steps ahead and I would always tell people the key to at least my success is to be organized and is to stay on top of things and for me not having that sort of set direction and feeling lost really just made me feel like I was like failing I was like slipping away and when you're in that sort of mindset, it really just deters you away from discipline. Being in that mindset is really tough because it reminds you that you're also waiting. You're in this period and I don't know, when your mind just goes there, it's hard to get yourself out of it again. Just think about it. You know when you're In a season of inspiration, when you're really inspired and motivated from the people around you, from your environment, that actually helps drive you and helps you stay focused on your goals and your path and where you are in life. That's how I've always seen it, is that it's so important with who you surround yourself with and what you are constantly looking at and what you're constantly listening to because that is actually the driving factor of how you stay motivated and how you stay focused. And so if you insert a toxic mindset, a toxic work environment or toxic people, that actually starts to affect your mindset, affect your discipline, and it's best to eliminate it. And I know that that's easier said than done. I am also one to talk because I have put myself in many situations where things have been toxic. I've dealt with toxic people and I've had a really hard time getting out of it. I've dealt with toxic work environments and I've had a really hard time getting out of it. I've had toxic situations where... I just couldn't make up my mind on certain things, and it was really hard getting out of it. So I, I completely understand how difficult it is to take yourself out of those things. But if you remind yourself that when you're waiting through whatever it is, the next outcome, the next situation, when that thought reminds you that what you are currently in is not forever. And sometimes we have to be patient and we have to wait it out in those situations because there are certain Mm. ways. Not everything is a, you know, get up and get out kind of situation. There's obviously more factors that go into it. But if waiting is the right answer, then I think what's so important to realize is discipline needs to go hand in hand. 2019 has been one of the most difficult years for me because I have spent the majority of it waiting. I felt kind of lost in the direction of my career, once again, and just, I don't know, my life here in general in New York City. This is my third year here in New York, and I feel like every year I've had to combat something new something different. Every year is a different challenge. And I know it's like one of those things where after it all happens, I'm more appreciative of the the situations and the challenges. But in those moments, it's like, do I really need to go through this again? You know, like as if I didn't suffer enough from the previous challenge. Last year was a season of waiting. It was than just a season it was almost a year's worth of of waiting and really disciplining myself to stay on track even though every part of me wanted out there's there's something about this city that inspires you makes you feel motivated and driven to go after what you want but There are moments and days, sometimes months or years, where your path feels foggy and further along than you intended. Mine has felt like I've hit rocks after rocks on my path, and I've felt this frustration within me because it almost feels like everything I had been chasing wasn't clear anymore. I mentioned that in college, a lot of people came to me asking for advice because they had seen how set and focused I was on what it is I wanted. I wanted to pursue PR and marketing in college. A lot of people were like, how do you already know what you want to do? I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, how did you know? And that was a commonly asked question. And for me, it was kind of natural. I think I just grew to love it. I think I I took, like, a Journalism 101 class my freshman year in college. And since then, I've really wanted to, you know, learn more about it and really get into marketing and PR. So it just kind of, it was like an interest that I had. Just like a lot of people have these interests in becoming... A doctor or a teacher my sister is a third year medical student and I actually did a podcast with her in the last season talking about dealing with pressure in the medical field and it was it's a very great and inspiring episode that you should listen to on the podcast just FYI when the whole family's home for like vacation or something And I listen to what she goes through and her everyday tasks and just her lifestyle. I just, sometimes I'm just silent and I just like listen through it because it is so different from what I deal with and what I'm going through. And it's also so fascinating to hear what other people are doing. I feel like New York is a great example of that. We are all stuck in this bubble. I think of like Manhattan as a bubble And everyone is so focused on their own path, their own career, their own life that we sometimes forget what's happening outside of this bubble, this island called Manhattan. And sometimes I get like that. And so I listen to my sister talk about, you know, the shifts that she does, how sometimes she doesn't sleep and she'll be studying all night for her exams and it'll just kind of like wake me up in a in a way thinking like wow you know sometimes i have sleepless nights too but it's not over studying for an exam or it's not uh going for night shifts at the hospital my sleepless nights are stressing about work or sometimes i can't sleep because i have too much on my mind or my schedule is busy because i have to fit in the gym, social life, work, um, and other things, miscellaneous things. And her schedule is like the gym shifts, shifts, studying, 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 eating, occasionally, I don't know, studying, studying, and it just like it sometimes like makes me take a step back and and realize like, wow people really are dealing with so much. Going back to how we get so caught up in our own thinking and our own path, I think those situations are times that are trying to show you, you need to take a step back from your own life. If your path isn't clear anymore, why not take a step back and help and listen to someone else and be there for someone else and maybe that can actually help you back in that mindset. I feel like at times that's that really helps. Because when you're in those moments when you feel like your path is lost and you feel like you've lost your spark, anything can trigger you. Anything can make you feel more hopeless than you already are. I wanted to give up. I wanted to disappear for a while when I was in this sort of mindset. It's not a fun one to be in because when you're so driven and when you see a goal that you wanna attain, you kind of have everything laid out for you a little bit. Even if it's not a set plan, day-to-day schedule, you know the steps needed in order to get to that goal. If you're trying to run a marathon, you're not going to just run a half marathon like a week before the marathon think, okay, I just need to do this twice, you know? You have this like schedule that you go by and each time it's like to continue building that endurance and stamina and that just really reminds me because I would love to to run a marathon one day. I would love to run the New York City Marathon. Every year when I see it, I just feel so inspired and I like want to do it so bad. And I know I will at one point in my life. I know I will. And I'm just, I know I should probably sign up. But going back to that example of the marathon is that you have these set out schedules that you follow in order to get to the day of the marathon and to run that. And I think when you're driven, you have that sort of mentality. But when you don't, it almost feels like everything you've done and everything you've built is just like floating around you. And you're kind of like, what was the point Like, was there a point? Like, why am I feeling like this? Did I run out of creative juice? Was, is that a thing? It just really messes with your mind and you start to doubt yourself and you start to second guess and overthink so many things that you've accomplished and done in the past. And I want to assure you that you shouldn't. You shouldn't doubt yourself, first of all. Even though every part of you is like, what was the point of you doing all those things leading up to where you are? What's the point of getting that degree in college? Only to figure out that that's not even what you wanted to do. Like, It sounds like it's a waste, but I don't see things as a waste. I see things as like an experience. Even if it was something bad that you went through, it is an experience that helps you get to the next point, next part of life. I shared a video on my IGTV that shared what I was thinking for the past year, and I got a lot of really, really heartfelt responses from the video, and it was the introduction to a new chapter, a new beginning, I guess you could say in a way, for me, taking on something different a a turning point in my career I would love for you to actually watch and listen to the video that's on my IGTV it's the latest one in the video I mention that there's this confusion where my passion lies I say some days it's there and some days it feels really distant I feel like I've been stuck in this situation between my current career and where my heart lies. Just pulling out the facts for my sake. I've I've always been a creative person. I've always worked better as an individual and having the freedom to do so. I'm not someone who you can micromanage and tie down. And instruct and just be a robot, like I need that sort of freedom. and I think that's where I was really butting heads is I felt so tied down and pushed into a box. I remember telling someone I think I was telling a friend of mine how I actually felt because it's hard for other people to understand what you're feeling if you don't really, if you don't try to analyze a little bit. And so the way I approached it was, I felt like I was in a box. I felt like it was, it wasn't pushing in on me or anything, but it was just a regular sized box where I had a little bit of room, but I couldn't fully I don't know, I couldn't fully have the freedom to step out of it. And every time I would try to open the lid of the box, it would just clamp shut. Couldn't really see the light. I mean, there was light at times, you know, on days when it's like sunny, I could see the light kind of trickling in into the box. But it wasn't fully there. It, like the light was like a, a little bit of hope that maybe if I continue staying in that box I would one day I would one day see the light I would one day realize like this is where I'm supposed to be and this is what I'm supposed to do and everything's gonna be okay and I continuously waited and waited and have this mindset there were moments where I would get frustrated again It wasn't like a consistent thing, but I just, something inside me was like, I can't wait anymore. I can't keep waiting for something. I have to do something about it, but I kept waiting and I kept waiting because I wasn't really sure of what I would want to do anyway. So there I am in that box. The box hasn't moved and I finally start to feel like the amount of waiting has really built. It's stacked up really high to the point where like it's actually, my hand is like pushing, pushing the lid of the box open. I can see the light. I can feel the light, like the sunlight, and and it feels good, and I want more of it, and i can't believe it took me this long to finally feel that because i've had the power all along and it's me pushing the lid open and finally peeking my head out of the box and looking around and thinking wow this is beautiful this is what it feels like and that's actually how i felt is when I decided to share what I wrote in my journal the day I handed my resignation letter. That is how I felt. I felt free. I felt freedom. Not in the sense that like the job isn't what I like to do. I loved what I did. I love what I do. I love social media management. And I love content creation and being a creative but just something just did not feel the way I wanted it to feel. And it only took me making a huge decision to leave my job to realize that. Sometimes it takes making a big decision that is bold and scary and intimidating to finally understand the waiting process. I was finally able to really understand why I spent so long waiting at that moment. And I'm glad. I'm so glad that I did wait. I'm so glad that I really took the time to do that. If I had rushed it, if I had been like, no, I can't wait. I need to just do this and everything will work out. I don't think I would have that discipline and that self-acknowledgement if I hadn't had waited. And honestly, I spent a lot of that time just really asking God to give me some sort of sign, to, to give me some sort of clarity in my waiting period. There's this quote I've had saved on my phone since 2016. It says, her time. She has been feeling it for a while now, that sense of awakening. There is a gentle rage simmering inside her, and it is getting stronger by the day. She will hold it close to her. She will nurture it and let it grow. She won't let anyone take it from her. It is her rocket fuel, and finally, she is going places. She can feel it, down to her very core. This is her time. She will not only climb mountains, she will move them too. It's one of my favorite quotes. I look at it occasionally because I need that sort of reminder. Even though I've decided to make this decision, I know that things aren't gonna necessarily be better and easier. I feel Freedom, And I think this is where I need to be right now. This is where God wants me to be. It's me really just catching up on a lot of sleep, focusing on my path with God and really reevaluating my priorities. I think in that year, in that time of waiting, my priorities were very scattered. Waiting for that amount of time has actually helped me understand that, understand my priorities more through that experience. And I can only say that, like I said, looking back at it now. I actually had a few of you submit stories of times that you've been really patient and waited through your season of waiting. Some of them included waiting for results back from the doctor about a diagnosis. Waiting for someone to forgive you, waiting for an engagement to happen, waiting for that person to finally tell you that they want to marry you, waiting for acceptance from people, from colleges, from schools, from jobs. And we put ourselves in these situations where our mind starts to think on its own pace with a lot of the distractions that cause us to doubt why we're waiting and what we're waiting for. There's so many things that we're waiting for, and it doesn't have to be a situation it doesn't have to be something dramatic or something big it just even if it's the most minuscule tiniest little things we're always waiting we're always waiting for what's next and what's supposed to happen next in our life ultimately i think waiting periods are reminders to help us reevaluate what we really want I really like hearing your stories on things you're going through, especially when you share them on Instagram stories, because that really gives me clarity and helps me understand how other people are coping and handling, dealing with their waiting periods. I think it's so important to listen to what other people are going through, listening to what other people are waiting on, and we can each take one another's experiences and stories and lessons and learn from it. I think that is what's really important to gain from it, from listening to this podcast at least. Thank you again for those of you who submitted your stories. It was really helpful and I really enjoyed reading them and how you managed to get through and overcome that sort of waiting period. And to end on that, I think I just want to say, the longer you wait for something, the more you appreciate it when you get it. Because anything worth having is definitely worth waiting for. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode in the series, Seasons of Love, where I have a conversation with my friend and fellow New York City-based content creator, Esther Santer. She talks about her unique love story of how she met her husband. From ghosting him to a huge breakup and then to marriage, she gives insightful advice on viewing relationships, what this experience has taught her, and her favorite part about being married. Thanks for tuning in.